What are you doing? Drawing. Drawing what? A heart. On? My knee. <laughs> what a classic middle school yeah. thing. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to Survivor Series. The only show where soon to be married couple, Ryan and Jess, go through, walk you through season 45 of survivor i'm ryan that's jess hi hello <laughs> perfect uh nailed it and we're excited to get to this one we were a little late with the release of this episode but that's fine i think a tuesday release is fine folks we were at a wedding we were not ours wedding. not ours ours is in three weeks if you can believe it i don't want to talk about it <laughs> I'm sl- are you stressed? Am I stressed? I'm so stressed. I want to be excited. I just want to be excited at this point. But I think once we get through today, I have a lot of phone calls to make today. Once we get through today, I think we can start being excited. Yeah, I, I think that's plausible. Yeah. It's just a lot of uh, non-fun decisions and stuff that we have to make. Yeah. And scheduling and all that stuff. Yeah, logistics, not fun. If you can afford it, hire a planner. If you can't afford it, Godspeed. Yeah, we can't afford it. Um, so uh, let's talk about Survivor Season 45, Episode 4. I didn't write down the title of this episode, but I think it's something about how I'm quenched or my thirst is quenched or something like that. Oh. Uh, I think it was something yeah. like that. Uh, but the real know. title of this episode is Hold Your Butts and Drop Your Buffs. Of course. Of yeah. course. Get that. That's the real title, folks. That's that's what we're all doing because pretty much right off the jump, we, you know, we start off the show with some... Some highlights of the season so far. Maybe some lowlights if you're on Lulu. We uh, we cut to Lulu's camp and Sean's surprised by the blind side, realizing he's at the bottom. But uh, the meat of this episode is really starting off at the tribe swap. That's right. As we all thought was going to happen, or they kind of actually told us last week, is that we're doing a tribe swap. This is that because... Uh, uh, Lulu has only three people left and everyone else has six. They instead reshuffle the decks, kind of, uh, of the three yeah. tribes to make n- three new five-person tribes. Which, like, I think they attempted to do last season by swapping a person between all the tribes. They attempted to give Tika another yeah. wave of, like, success, and that didn't work. And I think... I, I, I think this was a good way, which I'm sure they've done before. I just haven't seen very many yeah. seasons of Survivor. Yeah. To, like, reinvigorate the the competition part, because I think nobody wanted another season of just watching one tribe dwindle down to nothing. Yeah, a tribe swap is 100% like a break in case, in case of glass. Yeah, and <laughs> when they saw Teacup 2.0, I think they were like, shit. Yeah. Um, it wasn't looking good for them. Um, the only other things I had other, other than that before we get into the actual new tribes are that everyone was really shocked by Sabia getting voted out. Like, legitimately, everyone was shocked by that because they thought she was, like, the leader of that tribe. They you know? definitely, the tribe definitely put on that air of, like, and Sabia definitely played into it of, yeah. like, she was more I, than run this, I run this ship. More than willing to play into that. Yeah. Uh, um, can we acknowledge... <laughs> When uh, somebody asked Jeff a question, what was it, so Jeff? Are you excited? Originally, Jeff ex- talked to Emily about uh, surely she's getting some sort of perverse enjoyment out of the fact that no one really knows what's happening on Lulu's tribe. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I kind of do. Jeff tells everyone to drop their buffs uh, because Brando was like, yeah, we think, you know, everyone's kind of talking about rumors that maybe a tribe swap is coming. And Jeff's like, hmm, you know what? You're right. There will be a tribe swap. Thank God I have all these buffs. So he does everything. They all go on to the new tribes. Maybe Kelly is the one that brings up. Jeff, is this your form of perverse enjoyment? And he goes, a little. <laughs> it was so cute. It was, <laughs> so, it was an adorable I Jeff think moment. So far, the cutest Jeff moment I've seen. That's probably true. He just, a little. <laughs> a tense. Um, but yes, yeah, so we get to the tribe swap. Um, everyone gets new buffs for the most part. And here are the new tribes. Of course, we still have the names Reba, Lulu, and Bello. But Reba is Sifu, D, Julie, J, Maya, and Sean. Pretty much everyone stayed on Ratu, except they lost Reba. Austin and Dr- Reba. 
Uh, Ratu was last season. Everyone lost. Uh, they just lost Austin and Drew, and they gained Sean. That's pretty much the only changes that happen on Reba. Lulu obviously was uh, three people. Sean, Emily, Caleb. And now it is Caleb, Katora, Bruce, Kelly, and Jake. So Bello is basically the new Lulu plus Caleb minus Kendra. And Poor Caleb is the only one that continuously has to go back to a camp with no fire. Correct. Caleb is the Caleb still no fire going into this. <laughs> uh, the new Bella one is the most diverse tribe, and that is, of course, Emily from Lulu, Austin and Drew from Reba, and Kendra and Brando staying on Bello. So Bello ultimately loses... You know, everyone that basically just went to Lulu. So, Reba's pretty much the same. Lulu is basically Bello plus Caleb. And uh, Bello is all over the place. I would argue that Reba's not pretty much the same. What do you mean? Reba lost... Some big ones. Some big players in there and got Sean. No offense to Sean. But he, well, uh, uh, not offense to Sean, but the reality, as Sean put it, is that he thought he was at the top and now he's at the bottom. And then he went to a tribe where he is fully not part of the Reba Strong Alliance. Yeah, and I think Sean is not a at all an equivalent trade for like Austin and Drew. 100%. Austin <laughs> is one of their most athletic players. Yep. Drew, still unsure what he brings to the table, but he's he tall. definitely is tall, and yeah. that would have helped them in this last challenge. Yeah. Um, because I think Sifu was the only tall person. Um, not to say that the other people aren't strong, but he's also... No, tall. Ja- yes, but I'm also oh. saying that he's also jacked. Yeah. Or swollen, or yeah. whatever. He's a big dude. Um, yeah, and this so- was a challenge where you needed to separate the tall and the strong. Exactly. Um, let's talk about winners and losers of this tribe swap. Let's just name some people that we Reba. think. Reba's, Reba lost. Reba is a big old sure. loser in this tribe swap, you think. Why do you say that? Again, they lost Austin, one of their most athletic players. They lost Drew. Who, their tallest player. Their tallest player, who also was a very strategic player, but like was a huge part of that four-way alliance. Yeah. Um, and they got Sean, who is a very positive person and maybe a very social person, but we've yet to see if he's useful in the challenges he's not a detriment like for sure he doesn't seem like a strategic player yeah but ultimately i guess it doesn't matter but we'll so. get to him um yeah so uh, i think i think reba's a big old loser here especially it, it, it compounds even more when they eventually lose the the immunity challenge but you know going losing austin drew that stinks uh if you looked at reba and had to pick a winner uh, right off the bat i would say d and julie now that austin drew as we sort of saw, Austin Drew were sort of like one and two, and then D and Julie was three and four. They were all part of a four-person alliance, but it was very apparent that Austin Drew were really the ones working together, as D yeah. has no- noticed. Um, but with them gone, that gives D and Julie the ability to bump up in the rankings. Yeah, which I tribe. agree with. I just think that they didn't gain anything useful to work with, no. considering what happened at Tribal. Correct, correct. Uh, in in theory, I don't. In, I would say they wouldn't gain anything useful unless you say this women's alliance. This women's alliance might have already existed prior, uh, the prior, but we just never saw it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but maybe that's something to get of it. So maybe Jay Maya is a little bit of a winner. Um, but uh, Sifu doesn't seem like he gets any difference. It feels like Sifu didn't yeah. get anything. But it's like if they have if they had gotten like uh... they got Caleb. Caleb or like son. Brando or Jake or Kelly like or Katora like Kendra really anyone else <laughs> that would I mean I think if they had gotten Caleb that would have been a problem for them but I think if they had gotten like Jake or Brando or Kelly or Kendra like the or Katora these players who like have a lot of potential but are kind of like overshadowed by bigger players yeah that would have been useful for them I think Oh, no, I agree with that. I, I t- 100% agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Um, looking at Lulu, like I said, it's basically Bello now. Katora, Caleb, Bruce, Kelly, Jake. Uh, Katora, loser. She's still on a tribe with Bruce. <laughs> She's on a tribe with Bruce with, like, adding another bro to the... But yes. the thing about Caleb is that he can bro out because he needs to because he's strategic. But I feel like he also sees through bullshit. 
pretty Maybe. easily. Maybe. He, I didn't really get... This is sense. a real test of like whether or not he can see through bullshit. That's probably true. Bruce, I would say, is kind of a winner. He kind of succeeds in this a little bit. I think he is definitely like sort of the biggest player, I guess, on Lulu, maybe, other than Caleb, I would say. Caleb, you would think, would be a loser, but I don't really think he is one. I think he, because he's such a good social strategic player, I think he's going to be fine. And he also time. saves their ass in this challenge it again as we'll see later kelly because of how she set herself up pre-tribe swap uh by being in the power position between the girls alliance and the boys alliance uh she lost the girls alliance basically except for katora uh but now she's gained bruce she's kept the guys alliance of bruce and jake so she's kind of just leaning into bruce and jake um so kind of a which could regain that power position if katora is able to sway caleb to be anti-bruce exactly um so that was good for kelly to kind of set herself up here jake bruce kind of winners not really i think middle of the road kind of pack there's now no big big losers except for maybe katora just because she has to deal with bruce and it kind of depending how the season goes you can maybe argue a loser for katora because she does feel blinded by her hatred of bruce she is a little bit there that is a blind spot for her for sure um then you have speak, we'll talk about it later we'll talk about that later but i'm gonna put a pin into that blind spots topic um bello is the most diverse one so you have emily of former lulu austin drew of reba and kendra and brando of bello who do you think are some of the winners and losers of bello i mean i think emily's a winner for sure she gets a blank slate yeah like Re- yeah um yeah definitely gets to start over not only a blank slate, but also as this the episode kind of come talks about, she can either be at the bottom or she can be that power position person between these two, you know, right. former Reba, now Bello. Like Emily's the swing vote. Yes. I think this is a really good position for her. Also, I think this might be the most well-rounded tribe. Yeah. Because you have a couple like really athletic people, a couple really smart strategic people, and then you have one person who's just like, in the middle. She, she can do a little bit of both. She's learning to be better. Yeah. At both. Um, no, I think it's like, I think it's a good, it's a good mix in Bello. Now. I think Austin Drew win by staying together. Yeah. It would have been interesting to see them split, but by them coming together again and going to another tribe, I think they can easily control this tribe. We've seen great things from them already. Kendra, I think is a loser. In a sense, she loses her girls' alliance with Kelly and Katora, and she loses an alliance of Jake. Yeah. So that so now stinks. she has to start from scratch. But I think like her and Brando, I think have like somewhat of an understanding. They may not have an alliance, but well, they're an interesting group because I and I said Kendra. But the same thing applies with Brando. Brando had a guys' alliance of Bruce and Jake and yeah. an alliance of Kelly. So both of them lose pretty much all of their alliance members. Um in Bello in this trade and now they have to work together two people that we haven't really seen work together uh and we don't really see them work together this episode despite the conversation of well it's 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 Reba versus Bello trying to attract the Lulu person but yeah. we don't really see Kendra and Brando working together but I guess there's hints of it next episode um but yeah any other thoughts on winners and losers of uh the tried swap um I think it was. I think like it was fairly good. I wish it would have gotten more mixed around. Yeah, but you know, bit. I'll I'll take it. I guess. I think. Um. I think. I think. Uh, Sean also wishes they got a little. <laughs> That's probably true. Um. So we start off with new Lou, of course, new Lulu. Uh, Bruce is crying immediately as he get to camp because he realizes that this camp was the Tika camp previously. That's the camp where he got eliminated. And uh, he said it was a very emotional moment for him, and he just had to let it out. Uh, Caleb admits to the camera that he, he thinks he's on the bottom because he is uh, a Lulu person in front of all these former Bella people. Uh, Katora, there's this moment in the camp where Caleb is about to start asking Bruce about what happened on the journey to try mm-hmm. to vet Brandon's vote. And instead, Katora interrupts Bruce and said, wait, wait, wait. Before you say anything, can you just tell us what Brandon heard? And she does that very explicitly because what she is actively doing is she is, instead of Caleb vetting Brandon, 
she is vetting Bruce. Yeah, she's corroborating the stories, which... I think is a smart move. I think it's a smart move. Like, should she have done that in front of Bruce? Maybe not. But I also think that if you're going to catch him in a lie, she wanted witnesses from the tribe because not they only, don't believe her. the tribe, but the same tribe. Yeah. The same people from before. They don't really believe her or, like, share her views on bruce so like if she's gonna catch him in a lie she wants to do it publicly which i think was a risky like gonna rock the boat move Mm -hmm. but i think it was also very smart i think it was a risky rock the boat move it was a smart move it just what stunk about it is that she didn't really find out anything no caleb caleb tells the story of brandon's adventure and bruce saying what he's always said is i didn't do the puzzle so i didn't get anything so you don't. You still don't know if Bruce is lying or not because he's just like I didn't do the puzzle. Yeah. He corroborated that there was a puzzle. He just. We just still don't know if he is lying about not doing the puzzle in terms of Kadora's point of view, or uh, he did do the puzzle and just lost and just lost or whatever, or he went one or whatever. So the the you ha- so that's I guess the only concern is that she didn't get the full answer there. Either way, Bruce did not like being interrupted, and he says that was the final straw on Katora. So it's Bruce and Katora butting heads on Lulu. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and then Jake and Caleb sort of bond as well, but I wrote down sort of at arm's length. Um, like Jake is willing to work with Caleb because he feels bad for the guy, but he's also like, well, you have to work with me because you have nothing. Yeah. So he's, he, so he's sort of just like, oh, there's a little bit of, there's, there's a foundation forming between these two. Did you want to revisit the pin of Katora's blind side for Bruce, blind spot for Bruce? Yes, yes. So talk talk about that moment of Katora uh, explaining her issues about Bruce. They, I loved the editing there, the like fade, kind of overlay montage of her just ranting about Bruce for like, I I'm assuming at least five ten minutes. Yeah. That they cut down. I think that has become her only strategy has become her like sole purpose yes is to take down bruce which i think like is valid that like bruce is someone that i think she should be concerned about but like the fact that that is her only strategy with her other tribe members and like it just feels like that's her only focus it's really off-putting for people because she's blinded by it. Like, that is that yeah. is the one thing that's going to make her decisions. And it also stinks for her because before it seemed like, oh, we just kind of just don't get along wherever we're not really fully aligned. But now Bruce seems to be gunning for her. Yeah. So now it is, it is uh, an awkward position for her to be in because now it's going to be one-on-one. Yeah. Uh, before, she could have maybe worked in the shadows a little bit more, but now it's out in the obvious. Yeah. But I you- think also, like you know, balancing, you know, your gun for one person, that's going to make you a target pretty easily versus like wanting to target a person, but also like strategizing with other people about like other things. I don't know. It, it's a really easy way for her to become a target. Yeah. Spe- the reason I also wanted to put a pin in the conversation is because I wanted to compare her story this episode of her gunning for Bruce with Jay Maya's story uh, as we'll talk about in a moment more, uh, Jay Maya basically basically gunning for Sifu, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can argue that maybe there's a blind side, you know, a blind side with uh, Jay Maya gunning for Sifu, but at the same breath, she has this ammo in a way, um, this belief that the tribe kind of ha- holds with Austin Drew telling everybody that Sifu was looking for an idol and all this stuff. And Sifu being weird that they think Sifu has an idol. So she has this ability, this ammo of, well, Sifu might have an idol. So if we vote him out, it's a good idea. She's gunning for she's gunning for Sifu, but she's using a belief within the tribe to give her evidence more weight. Yeah. Katora is just saying, let's vote out Bruce because he might he's kind of a threat. Why do I think he's a threat? He's controlling the tribe maybe like that's like that's the only argument it's like he is not she doesn't have much to back up bruce whereas jay maya at least has this belief of the tribe that sifu might have an idol 
So I think it's interesting, like, two different people have kind of different blind spots of, and they're gunning for specific people, um, but it's just a matter of how it will ha- how it will work out for both of them. One who has a bit more evidence to help her case in Jay Maya, and one who is just sort of gunning for gunning's sake. Yeah. Um, going to Bello, Emily is rebooting on Bello. Uh, she says she sees a fire for the first time. <laughs> she sees them make a so fire for the sad. first time. Uh, she begins to present herself as sort of this underdog under Sabaya and shares a, a, a Sabaya saying basically that she was the leader of the tribe and she had this whole idol story, uh, which Austin Drew found very interesting because they're like, oh, that's kind of what we did. Um, so they, they get very intrigued by that. Uh, so Drew, you know, comes away from this being like, you know, we're hearing all these rumors that she's just like heartless, you know, uh, brutal mean person and honestly i'm impressed by her i think she's pretty cool uh so they get very uh, impressed by her and drew admits uh that emily uh is kind of in this position where she's between the the reba tribe and the bellow tribe so you know what that means for emily power position power position emily full on in the power position drew admits it she's in the power position she has She's the swing vote. She's the power position right there. Uh, whether or not she realizes it. She's certainly playing like she isn't. Um, um, but it kind of seems like that's on purpose. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. I think that's uh, good on her. Uh, going over to Reboot. Not Reba, but Reboot. I, I thought one for Nulu. For Lulu and Nulu. Reba, Reboot. I couldn't think of anyone for, for Bello. Uh, I was sitting in the bathroom and I was just like, Bello, Fellow, Kello, uh, Jello, no, uh, Dello, uh, Mellow, Marshmallow, is that something? No. Uh, and I can't think of anything. Bell, Bell, Bell High, Bello, uh, Low, Fo, Do, Crow, Mo, Bello is just the same thing. Um, Hello. Hello, New Bello. No. Uh, over at Reboot, uh, Sean is looking for cracks in Reba, as he is wont to do. Julie, Sifu, and D, however, agree that they are going for Reba strong. Um, they are sort of concerned whether or not Sean has anything, so Sifu starts to go through Sean's bag. Re- they all realize that he has a very specific knot to his bag, and they don't want to disturb it and make him think that they went through his bag. So D and Julie crack the knot puzzle, I guess, uh, go through his bag, find nothing, and uh, bring it all back up. Can I make a comment on this whole Reba Strong thing? Sure. I think that it is dumb. Mm-hmm. I think this whole, like, okay, once you get to the merge, I understand it. Because it's like pulling on these relationships you've built. A foundation. A foundation that you've built. But like, you're nine days in. Reba is a different Reba than Reba was. It's arbitrary now. Reboot. You're now rebooted. This whole, like, I think that the time before the merge is a time to like really strategize socialize network build a build a group that once you get to the merge is like a a good foundation as you're now individual players yeah so like saying like reba strong and voting out the new person is not reba strong because it's not the idea is not i don't think to just blindly choose this tribe over everything else before the merge. I think the idea of tribe strong is our our biggest focus is making this tribe the strongest it can be. Yeah. And also to serve our like game post merge. Yeah. So to be like Reba Strong, vote out the new person, I think is so short sighted because it's like here's an opportunity to maybe improve upon your alliances, upon your like your tribe strength, and you're just gonna say no because like Reba Strong, it's like no. This is 
this mix-up before the merge is an opportunity to have a stronger Reba Strong after the merge. In theory, So, like, yeah. use it. Well, I think fi- it's so short-sighted to be like, tribe unity, we don't trust this person. It's like, well, you might be able to use this person. Yeah, I, th- I think there is... And I think Jay Maya is the only person that really picks up on that, is uh, that we can use this person to get rid of Sifu. Yeah. Um, and that's part of the reason why she's gunning for Sifu so much, is she recognizes that. Sean, uh, it's interesting because I, I think I, I mostly agree with what you're saying. Um, there's an argument that if you want to keep strong, then yeah, you don't vote at Sifu, obviously, because that's, you know, there's But that's that. not her argument. And that's my point is like, it's not, if your only argument is Reba strong, then like, that's dumb. It's, you're hiding behind like this fake tribe unity to not have a reason to vote out this person. Like, is there, would there be any concerns with, so let's talk about, you vote out Sifu, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you try to make a stronger alliance of Sean. Sean already has this somewhat, You would you argue that Sean has a, I guess the, my whole argument hinges on this, whether or not Sean has a good enough alliance with Caleb and Emily, when you get to the merge, you can have this new Reba tribe of Sean and whoever's left uh, link up with Caleb and Emily who also have linked up with other people. Um, do you think that is worth having to be able to have more connections like that? Or do you think just leaving Sean around um, will just give him the ability to flip back over to an Emily or flip back over to a Caleb if need be? Um, isn't there an argument that uh, getting Sean out now would sort of just protect you post-merge in that sense. I mean, I think there's an argument to that, but I think, like, it just feels like an, like, offhand, like, I'm not even bothering. It feels arbitrary. Yeah, it feels arbitrary. It feels like I'm not even going to bother to analyze the situation, whereas Jay Maya, like, is trying to analyze the situation. Like, okay, screw this whole Reba Strong thing because we're all still Reba now. Mm-hmm. The, the Reba Strong is what you say after the merge, right? Like, yeah. before the merge, you're trying to trying to build a tribe that works for your game, but is also a strong tribe. Like Your tribes I, could be stronger with Sean. Yeah. I agree that Sifu is probably their most, like, athletically strong person. Yeah. Um, as proven in the fact that he basically carried them in that challenge. And by carry, do you mean a cage? Literally. Um <laughs> And I agree with that, but I think it's just so short-sighted to be like, Reba Strong. It's like, you're all still Reba now. I feel like it's it's a little bit... The argument... Uh, well, let's talk about that a little bit. So, Sean and Jay Maya link up, mm-hmm. uh, and Jay and Maya tells him that they're playing to blindside Sifu. Which is kind of a lie, because as we come to find out, unless it was edited strangely... That saying, oh, we're working to blindside Sifu, is really Jay Maya's plan. That doesn't seem like anyone else's plan. Um, because she then talks to Dee and Julie about wanting Sifu out. Uh, Dee and Julie are unsure. Julie wants strength and Reba strong, but ultimately also wants a woman alliance, both Jay Maya and Dee. So it, she's sort of just all over the place on what she has to decide. Um, going back to the conversation we just had, the real the crux of this debate really is between keeping strength and keeping Sifu or creating hopefully a better environment, creating a, a, a potential new alliances down the line, learning more stuff from Sean and keeping Sean around to have uh, uh, some more ammo or something or a loyal person or whatever. Because now you can make that woman alliance a four person thing. Uh, which is useless when there's only four people in your thing. Uh, <laughs> you have to win everything after that. Um, so, but it feels like it's really between Sean and, and Sifu, but a way to just sort of like make a decision is like, well, then over top all of that, Reba Strong. We vote out Sean. I feel like that's ultimately where the decision lied for them. Because um, Sean, keeping Sean is an interesting case, but it is definitely like, What's the long-term strategy of keeping Sean versus Sifu? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think you're right. And, like, maybe they edited out all that, like, analyzing talks between Dee and yeah. Julie. It just felt like an arbitrary, like, it felt offhand, like, they, like, I'm not analyzing the situation. It felt like they focused more on Reba Strong than the debate of strength of their tribe. Yeah. 
because they obviously need the strength. And as, instead of saying what would make Reba stronger, yeah. they're just like Reba strong. Get this guy out of here. Yes. Um, Julie brought up a good point of like, uh, it, it doesn't, you know, keeping Sean won't matter if we lose again. If we lose again, then they're going to vote out Sean. Right. That, right. that seems like that would be plausible unless some, someone, something happens. Um, so it's just like, Julie's like, well, to win, you need a strong person at this point. And Sifu's our only strong person, really. Um, no offense to the other women or, or Sean or anything, but let's be honest, Sifu is probably the strongest of all of them. Um, I don't know yes. what, I don't know what D benches. Um, so it is just like this idea of like, she, I, I agree with Julie, not only because she's on my team, but because she has a great point of like, it does this matters if we lose yeah. again. Because then we're just gonna vote out Sean, and now we've lost twice in a row. Yeah, and we and we, then we also don't have our Flint for twice, two days in a row. Yeah, which we haven't even gotten to the immunity challenge yet. But. I know how many are we been recording for thirty minutes? Well, we all time, um, but let's keep it rolling. Um, uh, and did you have any other thoughts about that topic though? Before we go on, no, I I mean I agree that like it probably is for the best interest of the tribe to keep Sifu. Um, I just think that I'm annoyed by that whole like. Let me not think about this and let me just say tribe unity. It's like, well, it's you're ho- all still Reba hollow. now. Yeah. The the crux of the debate is the strength topic, but instead yeah. they're just like, ah, Reba's strong. Yeah. Um, at Bello, uh, Emily starts recognizing her positions on Bello between she's either the underdog or she's the power position. Uh, Austin Drew want to work with Emily uh, because I think they think, I'm trying to think about why Emily uh, seems vital to them. Not only because they will have... You just hit your foot? No, my hip just popped. That was that? that yeah. Was, that sounded bad. Yeah. Um, All I did was drape my leg over the side of the chair. Well, that's not how you sit on chairs. Well, I sit on chairs <laughs> however I feel, except for normally. I can't... Anybody out there, tell me Tell me this. Quick pause. Scurvivorseries at gmail.com. Um, how, do you sit in chairs? How do you sit in chairs? I want to know. I like email you, us. No, email us, do you sit in do chairs? You, first, well, I do prefer the floor. I will say that. I do prefer, prefer to sit on the floor. Uh, email us. How do you sit in chairs? Do you sit in chairs? Um, let me know if I'm if alone so, in this. And if so, how? Yeah. Let me know if I'm alone in this. Survivor Series at gmail.com. S-C-U-R. Did we get any emails from last time? V-I-V-O-R. I haven't checked, and I'll, I'll check I'll check okay. after the episode. Um, um, so, yeah. So, I was trying to think about why, why Austin Drew see Emily as vital. Number one, for the most obvious reason is... Uh, they would have the most voting power uh, in the tribe uh, between the three of them against the two people. That's very obvious. Number two, I think uh, Emily isn't as bad as she was believed, so they're willing to work with her. Number three, I think knowing all the Sabaya idol stuff and knowing what they went through to get their idol, um, I think that they re- that she might pick up that Austin has an idol at some point based on like other, other things. So why not bring her in? So she's on your side before you, before you tell her about the whole idol stuff with Austin, you know, Mm. or do you want her to find out all that stuff down the road? Um, or do you want to bring her in now to, uh, make it a little easier? Uh, so the three link up and Emily is ecstatic. Uh, at Lulu, uh, Kelly is working with the Bellow guys. Like I said before, she's sticking with that boys alliance. Uh, Katora wants to work with Caleb. Uh, so sort of dunk on Bruce. This is the moment where she dunks on Bruce for like minutes. Uh, and Caleb is loving the insight that he gets from Katora. Um, like I said, I, I don't think Katora, I, I don't think, uh, Caleb is fully picking up on Bruce. I think he was she was, he was picking up that Bruce is like a fun-loving uncle sort of gimmick. Uh, but hearing from Katora, he's like, okay, great. This is good to know. Yeah, I we, think... We don't get an idea of what he does of that information, but he's definitely like, this is good to know. Yeah. Did he have other... No. Okay. Um, I also... There was also a point where Katora just sort of recognizes that Kelly is working with the guys a lot more. And so she sort of takes away that, okay... I guess we're not really an alliance as much anymore. Um, which I, I would argue maybe fix it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you try to get Kelly back into it and say you got Caleb on your side. 
Um, cause then, and Kelly would be attracted to that, I think, because that's the power position. Um, but power you know, position. It seems like Katora is sort of walling off Kelly here, uh, which is rough because even if you bring in Caleb, it's two to three. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to bring somebody in to do something. And maybe Jake is the person through Caleb. I don't know. I think, I think there's a good chance Katora goes home. I would agree with that. I think she's put herself in a tough spot. Um, she's made herself a target by targeting a beloved person on the tribe. As much as I agree with her, mm-hmm. um, the people are blinded. They're blinded by the light that comes off of Bruce's blinded bald head. Blinded by the light. Immunity challenge. Uh, they get to the immunity challenge station, and basically the whole thing is that they have to swim to a cage. Uh, they have to unpole a cage on the ground and lift it and bring it to the beach. Uh, one person then, you know, once they get it in a specific spot, they crawl. One person crawls, digs up the sand, crawls into the sand hole, crawls out of the cage, uh, and then they do some hooping. Uh, they do some basketball hooping again. Uh, people in the cage throw basketballs, and one person's outside to do the rebounds. Uh, to get uh, you know all their get the balls back. There's a lot of a lot of basketball in this season. Yeah, there's a lot been a lot of basketball. This is the second basketball challenge that I recall. I wonder if it has to do with like reusing set pieces. Sure. I wonder if they repurpose. It would make sense for like the compactness of shipment. I wonder if they reappropriate reappropriate set pieces like into later challenges i wonder if they design them so it's like you know when you grocery shop you want to have like meals that use the same ingredients so that you you know don't waste stuff or don't have a bunch of stuff i wonder if that's part of prep you know what i think it is what that the crew uh just wanted to play basketball on set so they were like Mm -hmm. want an excuse to build a basketball yeah because did you also see that not only were they at different heights but it had like that basketball hoop thing where you had that lever in the back where you can lift and raise the height of the hoop. Yeah, but if you remember in the other challenges, they were like weighted so that they would like lower. Oh, they probably have alt. They can probably mean. And I wonder if around. they. Yeah. But I'm saying here they've basically just made a nine basketball hoops. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a good excuse to keep these. Yeah. Um. Da 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 uh, There is no way to get the basketball out, but you can just change the net. Uh, so that's, that's the gimmick. Uh, they're hooping. So we all thought immediately Caleb was going to do great here because he did great last episode hooping, uh, for Lulu. Uh, so Lulu and Bello are in the lead pulling their cages out. Uh, Lulu pulls ahead and they get to the beach first. Uh, they ultimately get balling first. Uh, and Kelly is rebounding. Caleb is the baller. No one else is balling. Just Caleb, of course. I mean, why would you let anyone else? Why would you let anybody else? Uh, you saw what he did in the last time there was a basketball challenge. Mm-hmm. Reba was sort of struggling, uh, but ultimately Bello gets to their spot. Reba gets to their spot on the beach. Uh, and then uh, Julie and Brando become rebounders for Reba and Bello. Uh, ultimately, people start hooping. Caleb gets it first. So Caleb wins Lulu the fire. He gets the first challenge. This is Lulu's first immunity challenge win. They finally win the fire, and it just felt very apropos for Caleb to get the win there. Um, So happy for him. I'm very happy for him. Uh, And in a sad turn of fate, we talked about Reba losing their athletic men in uh, Austin. Well, Austin is the one that wins it for Bello to get second place because he's hooping his heart out. Uh, And then Sean loses his fire. Yes. Both literally and physically. Yeah, we'll get to him in a moment. So, yeah. So, Sean uh, is in the immediate ch- in Reba. He loses fire. So, uh, he had fire for a day? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much maybe a day. Uh, so, hopefully he ate as much as he could. Uh, we go to Lulu. Caleb is very happy about the win. Uh, of course, uh, he's very happy about seeing the fire. Uh, we go to Reba. Well, you forgot that Bruce tried to give him a freaking heart attack. Oh, yeah. Pulling it. Not the time, Bruce. Not the time to pull a dad joke. Yeah, he did a whole gimmick of had a, having a hole in his pocket and losing the flint. I was about to be like, oh, my God, Bruce, you just put a nail in your coffin. Yeah, if he did that, I would have been like, you're out. <laughs> I'm voting you out. I'm mad I would, about this. If I were Caleb, I'd be like, 
fuck this guy. Get him out of <laughs> here. Out of I don't want him out of my sight. <laughs> we go to Reba. Sean is upset about losing. He's nervous about his spot in the tribe here, obviously, because he recognizes the whole Reba Strong idea. Um, I guess maybe that's why we see so much Reba Strong, because that's really the bulk of, like, Sean maybe going home is Reba Strong. Yeah. Um, but you can also make the same argument that Sifu is stronger than than Sean. That is a fair point. Though, what the fuck is that serial, serial killer shit? Well, well yeah, so... Uh, Sorry, Mom, for the language. Yeah, two F-bombs, back to back. Uh, that was freaky. That's a third. Third F-bomb. Freaky. Freaky. <laughs> uh, Sifu and Sean talk about an alliance together, but Sifu basically just says, ah, well, I want Reba, Reba strong. Uh, but he also recognizes that he's at the bottom of Reba. So to, uh, 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 well, before we get to that, uh, he recognizes that he's at the bottom of Reba. Uh, J. Maya thinks Sifu has an idol and wants to vote him out. Again, that's her evidence towards Sifu. Julie wants strength. D is sort of leaning, voting out Sifu. Uh, we're, we're, we'll obviously see what happens there. Sifu, what happens there. Uh, D and Julie talk to Sean uh, about blindsiding Sifu. Uh, Sean's conflicted. Julie says they're going to talk Reba Strong at Tribal and really talk out this idea of voting out Sifu, or voting out Sean, but ultimately the plan is to vote Sifu. Uh, then, to ensure his spot of not being voted out, there's this sequence that is filmed where Sifu is just sort of talking in riddles holding the machete and chopping, like, this uh, pillar of wood next to him in front of Julie, it felt like a serial killer about to murder Julie. I, I don't... Talk to... Jesse, talk to me about your feeling this. It felt like an insane person. It did. And it was because his responses were, like, vague and kind of threat threaty. Not... They weren't threatening. Like... He wasn't like, oh, I'm going after you, Julie. It was just kind of like a... His a, body language. His body that. language was like, I'm going to answer this question with this look on my face and hack this pole. And I'm going to try... Like, how... It was just so, like... I think it was the fact that he was saying things that, vaguely like... In vaguely in riddles. in riddles. Coupled with the fact that he's, like, chopping this pole and, and being like... Am I? Yeah. Am I? It feels. It feels, and it's shot. And it's they edited. It. They definitely edited. It. Edited it. Edited it. Yes. Edited it to make it feel more mm-hmm. serial killery because they definitely put the music in there. Yeah. But he was like. But it definitely came across still beyond all that that he's intimidating this person. He's also standing over her while she's seated. Yeah. Uh, so, like, so much of the body language of it is intimidation. And he, like, it, it could have been that he meant it to be, like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm being silly. But just with the couple with, he could have been just being silly. Sure. But coupled with the machete. Yeah. It was just this weird dichotomy of, like. It read. It I'm having read. fun mm-hmm. chopping this thing. Mm-hmm. 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 It's like what? <laughs> yeah, I was terrified for Julie's life there. I was so worried. I, I would in that moment I would vote for Z. I want like if if they have an interview, I want his interview to be like, was he trying to be so, serious, like a serial what, killer? What there? are you trying to? Were you? What tr- were you trying to do in that moment? Are you t- attempting to murder Julie, Mama J. Um, yeah, very serial killer. It was, and it was, Sifu. it was just the chopping. Mm-hmm. So we go in the tribal council, and then like not directly answering a question. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. So anyway, all right. So we're at, we go to tribal council, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so we're at tribal council again. They're playing up this idea of uh, the a belief is that they're going to blindside Sifu. They're going to talk Reba Strong very, very well, and they're going to vote out Sifu. So we get to tribal council, Julie. Talks Reba Strong, plays it very, I would almost say, a little too heavy-handed. Uh, yeah. She basically says, like, yeah, no offense to Sean, but, you know, things happen. And just like, so that sucks to hear, Sean, right? Like, they really make play it up that it is uh, uh, it's going to be Reba Strong. Uh, Sifu talks about burgers for some reason. Uh, for some reason, I don't remember what his bit was. His but it bit was, was like... Oh, that's all nice, but it's not the burger that I ordered. And everyone's like, huh? <laughs> you're, 
I thought that was a fair analogy. It's a well, it's a fair like, analogy. It could be you, a nice, it could be nice, like plate of food. But if it's not what you ordered, are you gonna keep it? No, you're gonna ask for what you ordered. I know. I understand the analogy. My point, the the bigger thing is that it comes out of nowhere. The analogy is just like he, he's talking about something else and more directly, and then he ends in an analogy. Usually, you do the analogy at the front and then direct it. Yeah. Just because it's not usual doesn't mean it's not effective. Well, well we know I, Sifu is unusual. Yeah, so that's true. I thought it was... Murder I, I didn't... I don't think I was like... Uh, what's the word? I don't know. Confused by it? Sure. I don't Confused. know. I got it. Uh, so, Jeff asked Sean if this is his last day. What did he get out of Survivor? Sean opens up about his time with Survivor. He says that uh, he sort of has spent time and he sort of realized that his dream... To be at home with his husband, he asks everyone to be voted out. Oh my god! I just he he specifically like says like to Julie, for real, please put my name down on the ballot. You know, he's saying like he's basically telling her, I know what the plan was, and I'm not going to out explicitly say the plan to ruin your game per se, but I am telling you. Put my name down. I am deciding. And Jeff says, so it kind of sounds like you're quitting <laughs> to a certain extent. Which, like, he also doesn't. That's the thing, is that he kind of doesn't quit. Yeah. He doesn't own it. Yeah, it's interesting because it's like he's not fully committing. Like, this isn't the Hannah vote. And it's not like the Hannah vote, they decide in that moment, all right, we're going to vote at Hannah. Here, we still go to vote, which I find interesting. I think they shouldn't have sent him home, to be honest. Like... That's all great, Sean, but, like, we have a plan. Yeah. And, like, also, I get it, but it's just, it's another 17 days. Yeah, he he's, he left, he quits at nine days. I have this theory, and I, I'm at the, maybe at the merge, I want to bring Jerry oh. on and talk to her about this. Watch your feet, you almost stepped on a soapbox. Okay, I have this theory, <laughs> and Jerry bit. and That's I talked bit, about everybody. this, and maybe we'll bring her on at the bring, merge. I want to bring on Jerry on this for uh, this episode. And we'll talk about this, because we have this theory, that I really think what does it for people, because you see, you know what you're getting into, right? You see the challenges, you see that you're living on the beach, There's you see so many you might not eat for days. Like the, I think the thing that is a reality check for people that makes them want to go home mm-hmm. is that they get there. They realize, they get to their camp, everything's great. Then they realize they have to shit in the woods. No, I'm serious. Like, you think about camping, right? It's like, oh, this is a great experience. Or you're, like, hesitant about camping. And you're like, ah, I got to sleep in the woods. Oh, whatever. But, like, people convince you to do it because it's fun. And, like, you go into the woods. And then you get into the woods. And you realize that you have to dig a hole and shit in it. Like, you're going to want to go home. Right? I think that's what does it for people. I think that's the one thing that they don't show on TV is where you go to the bathroom. They definitely don't show it on TV. And, like, I think that's the reality check for people. I want to know if this is what sends them home. Is like, they kind of get, you know, you kind of know what you're getting into when you're sleeping on the ground and you're in the beach and you're not sleeping and and it's going to be hard. But then once you realize that, like, no, everything you do is in the woods. We have to verify that, by the way. Because I, I, in previous seasons, they build outhouses and stuff. And that's part of, like, camp life is building an outhouse. So I wonder if there is, like, like the well, a structure that is Maybe. properly built for them to poop into. But still, so if you're pooping in to... a structure that's, like, a hole in the ground. Sure. Right? Sure. But with maybe a, a building around it. Um, that's, j- I think... I'm looking I it think, up right I now. I think your theory is, is good. Um, I'm going to lay out the rest of Travel Council while you look this up. So, they have a section of beach desi- de- designated as to use as their bathroom. They're okay. not given toilet paper or anything, according to one. But they You either have-, have to poop in the ocean or dig a hole and find a leaf and wipe your bum, which pooping in the ocean, don't do it. Don't. Don't, don't poop near a water source. Don't bury it near a water source. Just don't do that. Yeah. That's rude. People swim and, and clean themselves fish, in that water. Fish swim and, and, and you have, eat. You, you, you eat that fish? You eat the fish. Don't poop in the ocean. Don't poop near a river, okay? 100 yards. 
dig a hole, shit in it, bury it. Okay? That's my soapbox. I'm getting off my soap. I'm off my soapbox. Is that the sounds of you getting off the soapbox? Yeah. Uh, I think that's what does it in for people. That might be true. That might be true. It is a a reality check. So you're saying that that outweighs his love of his husband? Nah. I mean, I think think he loves his husband. I think shitting in the woods and also being homesick. Sure. It's enough. Yeah. Yeah, so Sean basically says he's quitting here, but they don't ultimately go to uh, uh, the voting there like they did Hannah. They don't vote right. Before. They still write down people's names. I don't know what the call there was. Obviously, there's a moment where we see D mouthing the word Sifu to J, J Maya and Julie. Uh, so maybe the production truck picked up on that, and they're like, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Still have them vote. We are not still writing down names. Do not have this. There might be something. Um, maybe they thought that there could be something. But we get to the votes. We find out it's three votes for Sean. Those votes come from J, Maya, Sifu, and Julie. Uh, one vote for D, which was Sean. And then one vote for Sifu, which was D. D ultimately sticks with the original plan to vote out Sifu. The person that was kind of on the fence, J, Maya flips votes out sean julie flips votes out sean sifu obviously votes out sean like he already was going to this sort of uh, uh, upset sifu he asked sean if he voted for him sean says no we obviously find out it is d that votes out sifu so we have to find out next episode of survivor how whether or not that will wake up sifu in this game because the game has started for him now do you think they should have still voted Sifu anyway? I don't know. I think it's a tough one to not honor the wishes of a guy being like, I want to go home. I think it's very tough. I think that's kind of where J. Maya and Julie were. But like... You know, it's also like he is outright saying, I want to quit. I want to leave. So it's like... He could quit. Yeah, you could vote out Sifu and then he quits. And now you're down two people. I mean, that's true. It's like, it, at this point, it's just like, all right, fine. I got to vote for this person. You know? It stinks. It, 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 yeah. The quitting is just like, it ruins all the plan. And it ruins the game. Like, you know. It you, ruins other people's games. Whenever you quit too. in, like, Monopoly or something, it's just like, all right, now we got to figure out what we're doing here. I. All my plans have changed. I think that there's this, like. <sighs> like martyr thing that they both did which was like i don't want to take this game away from anybody which i think like it was both being sean and hannah yeah which i think was more applicable to hannah's situation because it was so early in the game yeah that like she wasn't really messing everybody's game by leaving so she really in a way she did because emily probably would have gone home yeah a little bit but like we weren't to a point where like you know, I don't know it. She she did it early. Yes. And it was like, I don't want to take a spot. I don't want someone to go home that really wants to be here. So I'm going to go. Sure. Sean, I think, doesn't have as much room to say that because. Yeah, you don't want to send someone home who wants to be here, but some people that want to be here also need you to be here and you're ruining their plan yeah. and their game. And it's like not acknowledging that at all, I think, is, you know, kind of shitty. I think like he could have still done it and been like, I know this puts a wrench in things for some of you guys. And like, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Instead of fully saying like, I'm doing you a favor by leaving. I think it, there needs to be an acknowledgement of like, I am putting a wrench in the, in the system for some of you. I'm confused why they still vote all the time. In other previous seasons, in earlier seasons, it has been that a quitter quits and then they don't vote. Well, because I don't think he quit. I think he's asking them to write his name down. He's not saying, I quit. Same thing of Hannah. It feels like there's this new era thing where it's like, oh, I'm not going to quit. I'm just going to ask to be voted for. It's not taking the responsibility. It's not owning it. Correct. And, and I, I think, it. and I don't like that. They're cowards. These are cowards. I and agree. They're, they're cowards. They're quitters. And I know what I say to that all. Jesse. If you want to quit, quit. You know what I say to that? I say, get off my island. 
Get off my island. This is my island, and I earned it, and I work hard for it. And I and get out of here. Hannah, Sean, hit the bricks. Uh, I hope you have a good uh, night. And I hope he doesn't regret it. I hope he doesn't regret his decision. Uh, I know you read like an interview of Sean. Uh, did he have? Did he say anything about his quitting? I think that it was more of like, I don't regret quitting. I regret that I felt that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish that I didn't, that I wasn't in that headspace. Well, that's what the island does to you, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Sean quits. Um, he's gone. It, if anything, it seems like this is going to awaken Sifu finally, and he's going to finally get in the game instead of just enjoying island life that he's been doing. I'm interested to see what the strategic Sifu gets up to, uh, but that uh, remains to be seen. And that's basically the preview that we get as well for the next episode, which will be episode five. Let's talk about um, points and MVPs. I guess we'll talk about MVPs, MVPs first before we get to the points. Um, so MVPs, most valuable players for this episode. Who, in our estimations, who was the good pool of players for who could be the MVP? I think um, Caleb can be an MVP. Yeah, but wins- he can't be a- the MVP every time. Oh, well, I need the points. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to do that. But, uh, but he is a person that ultimately is the guy that wins fire for Lulu and finally gets the win for him. Um, uh, he is able to get seemingly in a good spot with his tribe. Um, so maybe there's an argument for, with him. Uh, I think also Austin, similarly, good spot with his tribe, makes a new alliance with uh, Emily. He edges out Drew to yeah. me a little bit, and because he also gets the win for his tribe at the hoop Which contest. he also kind of proves that he was one of the most valuable players on Reba. Correct. Um, so he gets that sort of like back pay. Um, <laughs> Reba... No, it's hard to really do any MVPs there. Maybe Jay Maya because she's the one that really pushes for the Sifu idea, uh, but it ultimately doesn't happen. So, what if we give the MVP to Sean <laughs> for quitting? I'm yeah. never giving a quitter my MVP. Um, we're not going to laud uh, these these quitters, these cowards. Uh, I respect you, Sean. Um, uh, I have my pick. I have my pick on who. If it's Caleb, pick another one. Why? You can't keep picking your own guy. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to actively be like... Listen, we get it. You picked one of the best people on here. Like, quit it. Well, I quit it like Sean? Um, I got... I'm between a couple people. There's also an idea of Emily, who's safely secured herself a power position. That could be a good idea. Um, yeah, I, I've starred Emily, Austin, and Caleb because I mean, but they're the three that are always. Yeah, they're always up in the up in the air here. I think I have a pick. I think I have my pick. Yeah, I have my pick. I know what I'm. Pick- I know who I'm picking. I know who I'm picking. Do you know who you're picking, Jess? I don't want to pick the obvious answer, but it might be the best answer. Sure. Are you ready? No. Give me a second to think about it. I can't think with you talking in my ear. Well, giving a, me all I don't want... It's a podcast. I don't want the dead air. Um, is this less annoying? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think that it's possible that one of the people that I would pick would be... Um, Maybe Emily or Caleb Mm -hmm. Um, or Austin. And, you know, (laughs) what about Brando? Did they give him any? Did he have any speaking moments? He was the one that brought up potential tribe swap. And then Jeff was like, you're right. Let's do that. Yeah, MVP for Brando (laughs) for bringing up tribe swap. A thing that they were already going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, I think... Yeah, once once the tribe swap happened, him and Kendra's camera time severely dropped. Yeah, honestly. Um I would say I right, we'll say at the same time if you have your pick. I would say I think you have more than enough time, Beanie. Ready? Ready? Ready, Freddy? Yeah. Ready? Three, two, one, 
Caleb. So why you said Caleb? I mean, listen, he killed it in that challenge. He won Flint for himself for the first time in this game. Yep, nine days. Um, Nine days of no fire. With a brand new tribe is putting himself in a really great position. Um, uh-huh. And I just, I just, I, yeah. Why did you say Austin? Because uh, he also won for his tribe, second place, but still a win. Um, he proved how valuable he was on Reba and how valuable he is now for for Bello. Um, he also, I think, more than Caleb, secured a better social strategic spot on Bello than Caleb is. Caleb just sort of learned information. We haven't really seen where he is in the pecking order of that tribe. Austin, with the help of Drew, maybe Drew more so helped him there, but has really, they've, they've centered themselves as a good foundation uh, for Bello moving forward. So I think that's a, a good, good spot for him right now. So that means Austin gets a bonus five points, but he's on no one's team. Caleb gets a bonus five points. He's on my team, so that brings him to 11, which brings him to that. So that means he gets 172 is where we're at. Uh, all right, so that makes the point, uh, the point totals where we're at for our team. So again, uh, Survivor Series, our Survivor Series teams, we both have one person eliminated from our teams. Um, but your team is, Jesse, would you like to say what your team is? My team is Drew, Katora. Um, Jay Maya. Sorry, I can't remember who else is on my team. Drew, Katora, Jay Maya, and and oh, Jake. I was like, Jake. who's the fourth person? Uh, so of that, those people, Drew, Jake, and Katora got six points, uh, for winning immunity challenges and uh, surviving a week. Uh, Jay Maya gets one point for winning immunity or for surviving a week. Um, my team sits at, uh, Brando, Julie, Kelly, and Caleb. Uh, I got Brando at six points, Kelly at six points, Julie, 11 points, her, D, and Bruce, I believe the highest point getters this episode. Uh, and Caleb, uh, would have gotten six points, but because of the five MVP, MVP points gives him up to 11. Uh, meaning that for episode four, I got 34 points. And you got 19 points. That's a big catch-up for me. Uh, the total points to date right now are 198 for you, Bean, and 172 for me. 26-point differential right now. You're in the lead by 26 points. I'm close. But you have in. Caleb. I have Caleb. Uh, Brando has disappeared on my tribe. Uh, Kelly is in a solid spot. And Julie f- kind of feels like one of the bigger players on Reba now. Uh, for you, Katora, we just talked about it. Her, I think if Bella went, are numbered, and I think, I think Jay Maya's days might be numbered unless she like just shoots up. Yeah, I think Sifu is going to get voted out before Jay Maya. Maybe I think there's an argument. I could, I could agree with that. It comes down to really who's winning. I think if Bella loses, Katora's near the bottom. I think if, if Sifu could be gone, I think Drew is safe. I think and Drew, Jake, Drew I is, think Drew's is in a, Drew's running Jake's kind of forgettable, so I feel like they're going to forget about him. Jake is in the middle, so yeah. I think he, he could be... He's he's in the middle, which is also scary, because that could be like, eh, let's just vote out Jake. Like, who, who on Lulu... Like, no, we're saying he's a vote they need. Okay, so Lulu, we're saying Katora, maybe, is the, probably the next vote, maybe. I think those people can round up c- yeah. people to get Katora out. Sifu, maybe, maybe Jemaya on Reba, but mm-hmm. maybe mostly Sifu. Bello? Um, Brando. He seems to have the least interaction yeah. with everybody on that tribe. It's so just far. A, yeah, it's just a matter of what happens with Kendra and 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 yeah. Brando. Um, could they find? Could they sway Emily to their side and get Austin and Drew out? That would be a huge power play. Could they just vote out Emily? Maybe I think that's a bad idea. Uh, I think it's too strategic to do that. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But that is it for this week's episode. Jesse, what is something that has happened this past week? that you have enjoyed that you want to tell the people about? I don't remember anything. There's a lot of wedding planning still. What did you enjoy about the wedding that we just went to the past weekend? It was fun. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. My brain. Um, It was fun meeting a lot of your family that will be at our wedding in three weeks. Um, Mm -hmm. They just, they seem like a fun couple. 
they had a good time. They had good music. Yeah, they had a live band. I did like the live band. Mm-hmm. Um, drinks were good. Yeah. yeah, that mac and or not mac and cheese. The tomato soup with like they had like little shot glasses of tomato soup with like a grilled, grilled cheese, cheese wedge. Grilled cheese on it. It was so good. Yeah, that was very good. What was the other one? The other app that was getting passed around. Um, I don't know because I didn't eat it. I don't think. There was another one. Oh, it was the chicken waffle. It was oh, like yeah, the chicken yeah. waffle oh, kebab was, sort of thing. That was okay. That was fine. For for being in Maryland and eating a chicken waffle, it was fine. <laughs> it was bland is what yeah. it was. <laughs> what you're describing is that it was bland. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but it was uh, it was fun. I, I had a good time at the wedding. So go get married, <laughs> I guess is the advice. Um, thank you, everybody, for this week's episode of Survivor Series. If you have any thoughts, questions, emails, or whatever, uh, or how do you sit in a chair, email us at Survivor Series. Or sorry, Survivor Series at gmail.com, S-C-U-R-V-I-V-O-R, at gmail.com. Did you have something, Beanie? Did you want to check the email? Oh, sure. I can look up that email as well. Um, what? I pulled the wrong thing. Um, actually, that's fine. Because I don't need to open that. I can close that. Um, let's see. Let's check the Gmail. I got a bunch of emails. Uh, let's see. Da-da-da-da-da. Um, no, no emails yet. No emails yet. Yo, email us your favorite psych episode, favorite psych quote. How you sit in how chairs. How you sit in chairs. <laughs> if you sit in chairs, let us know. We want to hear it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you everybody for listening to this episode of Survivor Series. We'll be back next week with an all new episode, episode five. I don't know what we're going to do for our wedding, by the way, but we'll figure that one out. <laughs> yeah we'll, be busy. Uh, we'll probably just leave them hanging for a week no offense guys but we got a lot going on yeah well we're literally getting married in three <laughs> weeks so we'll see what happens all right goodbye everybody Bye.